It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so DJ Moore, um, as you said, was on the Mully and Haw show on Monday morning, and I thought he was very entertaining. And he said a lot of things, including the um, the, the talk about an uh, interaction uh, with Mark Grody. <laughs> Mark Grody tracked down DJ Moore in the media parking lot to give him a box of cigars as courtesy or from the Mully and Haw show for thanking him. Um, for being a, a, re- a weekly guest. And it was hilarious because Grody didn't realize DJ Moore was parked in the media lot. And I just <laughs> ran into him and he said, Hey, here's the cigars. And DJ's like, what? Oh, okay. But anyway, DJ Moore was on our show. We, we loved having him on our show all season long, but then uh, at the locker room, I'm not sure if you were there when he was speaking, but I was set up what he had to say and what he was asked. Yeah. So, you know, DJ was just kind of in very DJ-esque fashion, kind of rounding up what his morning was like, what, what, what's going on going forward. And um, th- there's going to be a string of three answers here. And the first one is just kind of about the exit interview he had already had with Ryan Poles and Maddie Berflues upstairs and, and what uh, that was like for him. Here's DJ Moore on his first exit interview as a Chicago Bear. For the meeting, uh, I give it an A plus. You know, it was open and honest. Uh, gave good feedback. They gave me their honest opinion on how my year went and uh, everything. And I mean, that'll stay between us uh, until they come out later on, and y'all see what happens. So we'll see. There's a guy that had some feedback, obviously, and obviously, I think DJ Moore's feedback for the offensive side of the ball means more uh, than a lot of guys in that room. You want to know from his view what what worked this year, what didn't. Obviously, he's been incredibly vocal for a long period of time now in his support for Justin Fields. They'll take that into consideration, <laughs> and then they'll take a lot of other things into consideration as well. He also talked about the offense, whether or not it played up to its capability this season. A lot of questions about Luke Getze, and this is what he had to say about the offense. Probably not, because we had some games where there was lulls, and uh, we didn't finish out games uh, the best that we could. But the games that we win, I mean, that we won, uh, you can see the offense is, is on the rise and can be explosive uh, throughout the game. Hmm. I'm not sure I'm seeing the same thing, but well, I, in the games they won. Yeah, the games they won. That's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> against the defenses that were subpar uh, yeah. and the teams that weren't very good. That's the thing with the Bears. Obviously, the beating the teams that you know it's a last place schedule, and they benefited from that. And finally, he talked about what it would be like to have another receiver of his caliber opposite him. That'd be scary uh, for sure. But uh, I mean, yeah. But not not really to a cent because now that I think about it, it'd be that'd be nice. But uh, but then I'd be like, hmm. Say <laughs> so, no, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I, I really don't care as long as one of us, one of the two, three, four, whatever we got coming in, uh, whoever's here, uh, somebody get the ball, make some positive happen, make some positive shake. We got two thousand yard people and Cole had like 800 plus or whatever backs have that anybody had any anytime you got that I mean that's a formula for the offense to be successful and for us to have more wins 
David, that one's notable to me because this was DJ Moore in live action, wrapping his brain around the possibility of the Bears adding another dog to the receiving core and sort of catching himself in mid-thought. <laughs> yeah. and, and as much as we praise DJ for being low maintenance and unselfish, there was a little bit of, in that answer where he's thinking, oh man, like if we get another another guy that's the go-to guy, I'm not going to see the football as much. Yeah. He came this close to making the Pro Bowl this year. And now I don't think it's like this, this major thing that you blow up and blow out of proportion and turn into a headline but it is notable because these are the things you have to manage as you're getting better as a football team. And, and just to hear DJ kind of processing that in, in real time was interesting. He's like, well, would I have 96 catches and 1,300 <laughs> yards next year if Marvin Harrison Jr. is right. opposite me? Right. Hmm. <laughs> is, is, that, is that what I'm signing up for? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know that he would. I don't know that they need that. But I don't know if they're going to get that either because, uh, well, there's plenty of time to break down the draft. Uh, then the ja- uh, Jack Sanborn also talked in the locker room. What did what did Jack Sanborn have to say, and what was the context, Dan? Yeah, so Jack uh, spoke for a long time, and I think the the biggest thing was um, just kind of being a voice in the the conversation of, about whether Matt Eberflus will be back, and and how kind of players are processing that as it unfolds. What you guys? Is the feeling here that he will be back? I mean, for you guys talk about it. I mean, I don't know. That's not really my decision. Um, that's obviously, that's not my job to decide. So, uh, yeah. Could this locker room sustain a significant change like that? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, um, that's something that if that ever happens, then that, I guess that's when you'll find out. But you know, I think the men in this locker room are great. And, you know, credit to Ryan and everyone up uh, up there for bringing guys in this locker room. I mean, it really is a close locker room. You know, I enjoy everyone in here. Uh, it's been a, you know, even though it has been tough at times uh, these two years, you know, I can never, never complain about the locker room, never complain about the guys in here. Uh, been, I've loved going out every Sunday with uh, each and every person in here and even, even during the week going to practice. I mean, it's been enjoyable, been fun. And uh, so, yeah, going to miss these times right here. Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone podcast, available on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcasts. I like Jack Sanborn a lot. I think he had a pretty solid year. He, he played a little bit more yesterday maybe because uh, they were in the base more. I, I, I don't look – I haven't looked at this, the snap count, but he's a guy that stayed healthy, Dan. I think that's the other thing about the Bears season. You look at it, they end the season without any real serious injuries heading into the offseason, which is, I think, a key thing when you look at a big picture. Well, it's a key thing, but it also kind of factors into your evaluation of of the final record because, the, you know, the, the surge that they were on late in the year was with really good health and, and they were on the right side of that. And that's not going to happen every year. And so you're trying to get yourself equipped as a football team to be able to be really good even when you're not super healthy and they're going to have to find their way to there. I think you also heard in, in Jack's voice there is kind of the sentiment inside the locker room of like, we'll find out when we find out. There's people that are paid a lot more money. Uh, or at least have a lot more power, I guess would be a better way to put it upstairs that make those decisions. And I don't get the sense that the locker room is going to be jolted 
if Matt Eberflus is let go, and I don't think that they're going to be throwing parades if he stays. I think it's going to be like, okay, we're really happy if he's back. If he's not, tell us who our new leader is, and, and we'll go forward. So that'll be interesting. I think there's a, a, a profound amount of respect for Matt Eberflus and, and the steadiness he provides and the way, particularly defensively, he unlocked some very important growth within that unit. Um, but this is the NFL, and like guys are, are on a, a – a ticking clock and they're trying to achieve the highest achievements as fast as they can. And and so this is going to be really interesting to see how the bears play this, which only makes the career of Mercedes Lewis, all the more remarkable 39 years old, the oldest player in the NFL or the oldest non quarterback in the NFL, I believe is that, is that the designation Dan? And, and yeah. he was uh, in the locker room as well on locker cleanup. Day. His 40th birthday is coming in May, David. He just finished his 18th season. And, and a lot of times a guy like that is going to sit in front of his locker on a day like this and be like, need to take some time before I figure out what's ahead for my future. Marcetti was, was to the point said, I'm rolling, I'm rolling. Basically bring it on season 19. I feel like the things I put on tape this year were just as good. I don't, I don't feel like I'm turning 40. I, I admire the guy. It was like a, a lengthy session at his locker today. David, and it felt like you were with Uncle Big Dog, you know, <laughs> just getting his wisdom. And some of the stuff that he shared with us was about uh, being around Justin Fields for the last four plus months. And and so uh, Mercedes took a handful of questions on that. I believe the first one was just about the overall development of Justin. I mean, you guys see what I see. Uh, an amazing athlete. I feel like uh, he's continuing to develop. Uh, and to be honest, like, no matter if you're in your third year or your 18th year, development is a process, right? Uh, and if you're somebody that understands that the room for growth is always spacious, then you're going to continue to grow. And I feel like he's at that spot. Uh, I feel like he's done a really good job of um, – getting better every day um he's a guy that you know wants to win and wants to be great so um i tip my hat to him uh for just going out there and doing his best you know with, with what he's given and you know that's all you can do is be your personal best you live with the results have no regrets uh so um you know the other thing that you're asking is you know that's not my job to to kind of answer those type of questions but just as a player and as a person, um, he wants to be right. And um, when you have that, you give yourself a chance. And then, David, he was, Mercedes was asked whether the organization should stick with Justin in 2024. That's going to be up to the organization in general. But I feel like Justin is a guy that wants to be great. He loves being here. Um, his teammates love him. So, I mean, that's all I can really give you as far as that's uh, concerned. But... Um, like I said, you know, he's, he did some things this year that kind of wowed me. So um, definitely a guy that's getting better for sure. Hmm. You know, it, 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 you, can't, you can't help but be struck by the respect level that Justin Fields has achieved among his teammates, especially Meaningful. the veteran teammates. Yeah, no, it's meaningful. It really is. And, and and so that's part of the calculus and part of the equation that the Bears have to to sort through here. Uh, there's a lot more to it, obviously. And you walk out of Lambeau Field on the final day of the season and you just you have your your right in front of you example of the development that you hoped your quarterback would make that the quarterback of the rival did make. And you go, man, that is a, a striking contrast and people get all up in arms. Oh, they only let Justin throw 16 passes and you know, the season finale. Well, they called 25 passing plays and in, in 46 
offensive snaps and there was, you know, five sacks and four scrambles and balls that weren't thrown. And um, that's the end result. And it's just like, you know, that, that performance on Sunday, David, didn't feel like an outlier. It felt like one we've experienced a dozen or more times in three years. And it just left you with that feeling. Like, I, I don't know if you're Ryan Poles and you stand up and go, board the the bus and get on the plane that at night how you don't just sit there and go i've watched that i've watched that too many times before and i can't continue to watch that 38 starts you know in 38 starts speak a lot louder collectively than just one eh game against the packers in a game you needed to win it wasn't because of him on sunday that they lost it was just uh it was one of those games that he's had many of before and it, the passing numbers weren't where they needed to be. Offensive line didn't protect him. The receivers may not have gotten open, but he's got a responsibility and so, role in that as well. No question. And so I, I'm going to leave you with two things on this conversation here. Number one is Montez Sweat came in in November and we used the phrase multiplier for two, two plus months because everyone around him instantly got better and, and, and started playing better ball. The Bears interception total went up. Their pressure rates went up. Justin Jones was sacking the quarterback every other game. You know, Tyreek Stevens and Jalen Johnson are getting picks. Like the, these things happen when good players make others around them even better. And it just hasn't happened over three years with Justin. He hasn't been that multiplier. The other number that I tweeted out late Sunday night was in the last three road games of the season, Minnesota, Cleveland, and Green Bay, the Bears scored one offensive touchdown. It was on a four play one yard drive in <laughs> Cleveland in their final three road games. And so look like the, the, the no excuses to her, like the excuse bus kept pulling up along the way. And then the excuse bus stopped in late November and said, well, now he's got seven games to end his third season that are going to be the actual test for who he can be as a quarterback. And those three games on the road were part of that seven game test, you know, and those last seven games, I think it was five touchdown passes, three interceptions, a a rating in the mid eighties. And it was everything you needed to know, you know? And so now the the hard decision comes with what is, what is the potential exit strategy? What are the potential replacement plans? And they've got to put that puzzle together at Hallis hall, but it just, you know, you remove emotion from it. You remove the sentimental attachment that I think a lot of people in this city have had over three years to the adrenaline rushes that, that Justin has provided and, and the dignity, maturity, and, and humility with which he's handled himself. And you just are left with it a, a, a very cold evaluation of a quarterback that tells you he's not good enough yet and may never be to take you to the, the level that we were talking about, which is to get in the playoffs 10 times in 20 years and be one of those teams that's in it four years in a row, et cetera, et cetera. And so it'll take a while before the bears get to that point when they do something, whether, you know, executing a trade is not going to happen uh, anytime soon. So it's going to be an awkward off season. 